the skill of doing nothing is a very important skill that most of us fail to achieve. Even myself tends to be, I don't like to use the word bipolar, there's nothing wrong with the world word in and of itself, but I tend to be a I tend to nap and sleep very well, but I also tend to have the ability to exert a lot of energy when necessary as well. So I'm kind of like at either extreme depending on, on what it is I want to do. There's times for being at rest and there's times for being at work. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you have the energy uh, naturally. You just have natural energy where you just, you know, you just, boom, you just wake up you're, or you, you get up and you want to go do something. Other times you just don't feel quite like it. It's like, uh, I don't feel like doing anything right now. So you have to sort of muster up the strength and muster up the ability to, um, to do whatever it is you want to do. You know, you could do, you know, chores and tasks and projects around the house it could be schoolwork it could be anything anything sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard but my daughter pointed out um our youngest daughter she pointed out how sometimes um she says it's sometimes i just literally feel like doing nothing and i'm just comfortable doing nothing and she has a very good point because that's a that's a skill in by itself you know we're we're raised to believe in a society that we always have to be doing something um and although there is a natural component to that right there's a natural component to to having energy and having the natural ability to want to go do 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 um that's what life is right there's some kind of a future pull there's some kind of an energetic pull or a magnetic pull that pulls us in a in a forward hopefully a forward direction to to be able to do things in life that's that's the essence of life. That's what helps make us makes us different than others and makes us do some of the things we do. Um, but there are other times where it can pull us in in a bad direction and pull us in a negative direction too. So, for example, um, sometimes there are bad habits. There are things that we do that we feel like we're compelled or pulled to do. And in an energetic way that actually might be harmful to the self or others. Even something as simple as exercise. Um, You know, as I've been growing up, I've seen so many different trends of exercising. You know, there used to be basic, pretty basics when I was a kid. You know, there was, when I was in school, when I was in grade school, they used to have the president's physical fitness regiment in in uh, gym class so we'd have to be able to do a certain number of push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups and all this kind of stuff um i can't remember what president it was i want to i want to say it was jimmy carter maybe uh, ronald reagan i can't remember but um they they had this presidential fitness thing so the kids were really fit but exercise when we were kids was pretty basic i mean we basically ran around outside all the time there we didn't have all the the electronic devices and things that keep our our physical and mental attention um constantly right now we just didn't have that when i was a kid um we probably didn't even get our first computer in the house until i was ah, i don't know maybe 13-ish maybe 14 i can't remember exactly when but it was a long time before um as kids we were outside all the time we were playing in the pond we were fishing we were catching frogs we were 
getting bowl um, buckets and filling them with pollywogs and frog eggs and we were walking in the woods and hiking in the woods we were playing with you know cowboys and indians and cops and robbers and different things we were just exploring we were just always out riding our bicycles we were putting playing cards in our, in our spokes of our wheels and sounding like motorcycles we were making uh ramps and jumps i wanted to be like evil knievel i used to be a stunt guy back in the day a motorcycle stunt guy and uh you know used to jump up ramps and it just everything was outdoors we were playing wiffle ball and nerf football and football and baseball and we signed up for all these sports we were busy and uh i was in judo for uh, a, a long number of years when i was when i was younger and um you know just doing just busy with all that stuff but I really enjoyed all that stuff it wasn't like my parents pushed us to do all that stuff although we did honestly hear mom quite a bit say you know get outside and play that was a a common phrase back then Um, but it wasn't pushed we just we just exerted our, our energies now today let's fast forward to today where we have I think a lot of distractions um we, we, we just have so many things going on. And when we say we have a lot of things going on in the world, we really only know about all those things in the world. Things have always been going on in the world. Things have, things, since the beginning of time, things have been going on in nature and in, with mankind. It's just that we have the ability now more than ever to know about those things and, um, and to tune into them regularly. And that has an effect on our energy. It has a great effect on our energy. And it also has a great effect on our disability to do nothing. You know? Because sometimes we think, oh, even um, even sitting and listening to a podcast, for example, is doing nothing. But that's not true. So the, a question I'd have for you is, can you sit quietly um, in a chair, in a living room, in your bedroom, even outside or whatever can you sit quietly for a period of time and how long would it be before you start feeling the itch I call it you know you're uncomfortable you gotta grab at your phone you gotta check your email you you have to you just feel this urge that you gotta do something other than just doing nothing and um, I'm guilty I'm certainly guilty of that happens all all the time you know we just feel compelled to to engage in things we, we just feel this overwhelming sense that we need to eat something drink something see something read something or you know whatever right it's very difficult sometimes to do nothing so what you have to do is practice that and give yourself permission to literally do nothing give yourself time I mean, if you're a, a Bible-based person or a Christian-based person, you read the Bible, there's, there's a reason that there are the you know, seven days of the week and the six days of creation. Um, and then the seventh day was meant for rest, which is on Sundays. You know? So spirit, uh, religiously speaking, there's certainly a lot of writings on that kind of thing too. But principally, fundamentally... There's just, there's a time for being at rest. There's a time for being still. There's a time for just literally doing nothing. You don't have to do the dishes. You don't have to do the chores. You don't have to, whatever it is you think you need to do. There's times where you just need to give yourself permission to just relax. Just sit and chill out. What happens with uh, most people today is if, if 
we're we're in the um, percentage of people that have the modern conveniences such as television and Netflix and now you got Amazon uh, Prime movies and, and videos and shows and things. You've got uh, Apple TV. You've got Paramount. You've got Fox. You've got so many channels, so many things. You've got hundreds of sports channels and there's just so much stuff to watch. What we do is we we literally sit down, we turn it on, and we say to our our device, I want to call a machine as a device, say, entertain me, entertain me. And that's, that's okay, right? I mean, hey, we all like to be entertained. There's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is it becomes a real strong habit. And um, we end up allowing way too much in. What I mean by that is that we'll, we'll allow shows to go on. I did this once, this experiment once. Somebody showed me this, and I, didn't, I wasn't aware of it. But if you watch a show, any show, just pick a show and just say for a couple minutes you're going to do the following. And watch the number of times the scene changes. And if you're into camera production or TV or show production or whatever, you know what I mean with camera angles. You might have camera A, B, or C, and you're switching angles. So if you're seeing a conversation with people, you're going to see camera A, switch to camera B, switch to camera C. Just pay attention to anything you're watching and watch watch the number of times that the angle of the camera changes. Well, who cares, right? That's that's the the style and art of the production. That's that's okay. But what it does is it changes our focus we're focused on seeing this then we're focused on seeing that and it changes quickly there are some shows that i watch that you you just pay attention to it you'll see it and i I feel bad telling you this because once you see it you can't unsee it but you know you can you can see a um let's say in 30 seconds of footage of most shows it you might see somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 20 different angles and scenes it's like cut 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 and your brain is working really hard, moving all over the place to see this, see these different angles. What else is happening is that it's channeling in sometimes very negative stuff. Um, we were watching a show recently on, on Amazon. It was, uh, what was it, Reacher? Reacher? And it started out pretty cool. It was, wow, this is great action. You know, look at this guy. He's, you know, this chiseled dude is like, you know, kicking butt, you know. And they're trying to solve crimes in this small town or whatever. And it was, you know, seemed innocent enough. It was entertainment. You know, we're watching this entertaining show. And then, you know, as, as time went on, you know, it, it began showing some pretty raunchy sex scenes. Um, and again, I'm not trying to point out righteousness or whatever, but I just want to point out what it was showing us. You know, it's not like we chose this type of stuff. It was showing some pretty raunchy um, sex scenes. And it wasn't like even nice sex scenes. It was pretty raunchy. There were strip club scenes and naked people scenes. And, you know, there was a lot of violence, a lot of brutal murdering and, 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 and like gouging eyeballs out and all this stuff. And I, it, after a while, you know, doing the spiritual work I've done personally over the years. I mean, I certainly have seen my share of violent movies. In fact, I still do. And I just went and saw the Batman the other day. So talk about violence. Um, but... You just sometimes, I think it's important to at least just acknowledge and, and pay attention to what it is you're looking at and what, what you're allowing to come into your psyche. Um, like that show, I made a conscious decision when my wife I said, you know what, let's just, let's not watch this show. Something doesn't feel right about this. It just, it, 
it got a little raunchy, and I didn't want it to get a little raunchy. I thought, I watched the movie Jack Reacher with uh, Tom Cruise, and it was such a cool movie. I thought this was going to be the premise, and it started out being, and it changed. That's what happens with us, though, with these programs, is that we sort of just sort of tune out. We sort of numb ourselves out to it. Um, you know, me, child of the 80s, I certainly understand the the uh, the raunch factor. You know, we used to watch movies in the 80s and 90s were really like, whoa, what were we thinking? But, you know, and it seems like it did no harm, but things were a little bit different than they are now. I'm just talking about being conscious about what it is that you allow into your psyche. And your psyche to me would be like, you know, your your entire being, you know, your, your spirit, your soul, your body, your well-being, your mental capacity, all that kind of stuff, your whole psyche. And, um, and it does, it does really have an effect on you. It really does everything that you, just like if you're going to eat food, if you're going to eat, um, if you're going to eat junky food, you're going to have a, a, a junky ecosystem, a junky body, right? You are what you eat. Um, just like a, 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 a system out in nature, um, an ecosystem, um, you know, with a river and a pond or whatever, and then you pollute that river or pond it's going to have a profound effect on what's going on around you in nature. There's no question about that. And, and it's the same with our minds. It's the same with our psyches and souls and spirits. That if we nourish it correctly or nourish it with the right stuff, we're going to have a profound... Oh, man, we're just going to have a really profound life because, you know, our body, our mind, our spirit, our soul, all that is fed well, nourished well. It's going to... You're just going to do really well with it. What happens is we get into this habit of, of entertain me entertain me and and you can't say what the scripts tell are going to tell you you can't say what these shows and movies are going to show you a majority of people tune into the news regularly too and that's a big problem today because the news has become very very violent and very very selfish and very negative and instead of sort of telling the basics of what news is um, they have a lot of political agendas and it's just true. I hate saying it cause I didn't want to believe it myself, but it's absolutely true. There's a, an agenda, you know, there's one, one station can't, uh, one station talks very negatively about this president and one, one news station talks very negatively about the others, other president. And, you know, they, they, they force issues down our throats they literally show us things that that they want us to think we should know and we absorb that regularly i know so many people that have just turned really violent and say vulgar things about uh about certain uh, political figures if you will or even countries you know we're told to hate this country and hate that country and this country is doing this and that country is doing that it's it's all because we're channeled in with this news information. Instead of reading the news and, and seeking out stories and find out what's going on in the world. You know, for example, Connecticut's governor um, took a, or, or put in some um, um, legislation to remove 25 cent gas tax to help people with gas prices. That's newsworthy. That's information. That's something that may be applicable to you. You know, maybe your local school district is, is, you know, incorporating a cleanup day that you weren't aware of. There's so many news, quote-unquote, newsworthy stories. I read a story about the Great Garbage Patch, uh, the size of Texas, I guess, out on the Pacific Ocean. Um, 
the size of Texas, that's huge. A lot of garbage floating around in the water and there's a company that's working really hard to help help clean that up. That's really interesting news. It's newsworthy. You know, it's something that can contribute to our well-being and the best versions of ourselves, as I always talk about. Um, that That's newsworthy. And it's just become a real bad habit. Um, negative news. And this culture of turn on our device and let it hypnotize us with this regular daily, if not mo- <laughs> every minute by minute, update of what's going on. And people that get... You know, Twitter updates and Facebook updates and LinkedIn updates and all the different social media platforms that, you know, tell us all this stuff that's going on in the world. We're inundated with it. Again, we forget how to do nothing. And when I was a kid, doing nothing was actually doing something. But it was extraordinary. Doing nothing is being able to be in your own skin for a short time, sometimes a long time, just be in your own skin. Um, I happen to be an artist. That's something I've been doing since, since childhood. But I can sit and draw drawings and draw pictures or do paintings or do some kind of art. And I'm totally in a Zen moment. I just, I'm just really in my spiritual space. Um, time can fly by. I don't really think much about things. And uh, I just doodle away. And it's just an incredible experience for me. And, and sometimes that's integrated into doing nothing. Now, yes, I'm doing something. I'm doing artwork. But I'm not overdoing. I'm not trying too hard to make something specific sometimes. Um, one time I did, a, uh, I did this painting, a digital painting on a tablet with a, a digital pen. And I was making a uh, bluebird. And it took me hours to make this thing. And I was just relaxing. It wasn't... It wasn't uh, forced and it wasn't a lot of work. I wasn't mentally or physically exhausted afterwards. And it just was very, it's like meditation. And and that's why meditation sometimes can be very rewarding um, is doing nothing. You have to sit there and really focus on your breath, focus on the in-breath, focus on the out-breath and recognize that when you have a thought, it's just a thought. That again is another skill um, and the ability to to focus on doing nothing. So remember, sometimes doing nothing is doing something. But it's very, very important. Very, very important sometimes to focus on doing nothing. So give yourself some time to do a little bit more of nothing.